Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a political strategist and the founder and principal of GRV Strategies, LLC. Uh, please join me in welcoming Garrett Ventry to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, folks, you may recall Garrett has joined us in the past. Uh, he is someone uh, who not only regularly appears on cable news, but he's a former U.S. House Chief of Staff and U.S. Senate spokesperson who's advised members of Congress, Supreme Court nominees, and top corporations on communities uh, on uh, uh, communication strategy and public policy. Now, uh, Garrett, now I want to talk to you about the debate this week. Uh, you know, the Republican presidential primary debate. Uh, it was, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, it was a lot of shouting and talking over each other. And that's really a shame. But, you know, I, I always thought that it might be a good idea to just cut them off. Like, you got your one minute. Shut up. It's over. Stop talking. And this guy, Doug Burgum, whoever he is, I mean, he's an impressive guy. There's no question. But the guy was a nuisance. After a while, he just wouldn't stop jumping in. And, uh, uh, Dana Perino had to say, you know, I don't want to, but we may have to shut your mic. Well, just shut them down. Don't let them talk over each other. But that's just me. Um, Did you think there was any clear winner or loser, Garrett Ventry, in that debate? Absolutely. And thanks for having me on. As always, Judge, love joining the show. Um, I, I think that, you know, I thought Dana and Stewart did a nice job. I think those things are tough to moderate. Uh, in terms of the debate, I mean, the problem here, again, is this. It's like you're going to... You know, I don't want to uh, if you're a younger person, it's like going to a Taylor Swift concert. If you're not young, maybe it's like going to a Beatles concert and the Beatles or Taylor Swift doesn't show up and you get the cover band. And that's yeah. what you're getting with these candidates here. It is, you know, they're good candidates. Like you said, Doug Burgum, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis all have impressive resumes. The issue is they're just not resonating with the Republican base. And I, I find this very interesting. I was talking to President Trump on the phone a few weeks back and he said one of the issues that he thinks that was underrated here is that voters don't like disloyalty, Republican voters. And he feels mm-hmm. like Ron DeSantis has been very disloyal to him. He helped make his career. And mm-hmm. then he decided to jump in against him. He, see, he sees the same thing with Nikki Haley, yeah. elevated her to UN ambassador. So I think the winner of the debate here, I mean, it, it's honestly Trump. He continues to be at 50, 60 percent of the polls here. Obviously, Nikki Haley had a nice performance. Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, they will talk about policy. The issue is with all of these candidates, until they can prove that they can take away votes from Donald Trump's 50 or 60 percent of the vote with his 40, 50 percent lead, it's going to be tough for any of them to convince voters that uh, they are going to be able to mount any serious challenge to him. Do you think it's a mistake for Donald Trump not to be part of that debate? I I do not. The reason is, is he has 100 percent name ID with voters. Republican voters saw how he governed as president. They like what he did on judges. They like what he did on tax cuts. They like what he did on China. They like what he did on trade. He has a record. And 
everyone knows his record. He's out there campaigning. And so I don't think it's a debate, especially if you look at the numbers. He continues to mount a 40, 50-point lead against all his challengers. And the debate seems to, although they're important for some of these candidates to try to have breakout moments when you're someone like Donald Trump, up with that massive of a lead, I just don't think it necessarily has mattered for him. And I think you're seeing that in the data and the energy. You know, it's interesting. The last question of the debate was, you know, who would you vote off the island? And uh, yeah, I got to give Ron DeSantis credit. You know, you recall, Garrett Pentry, after the first debate, um, I, I think the question was, will all of you support the Republican candidate? And Ron DeSantis kind of looked around and yeah. <laughs> excuse me. But this time he the, as soon as the question was put to them, who would you vote off the island? He just said, I don't think that's appropriate, you know, and I was very impressed with that because although, you know, they may be going back and forth against each other. The truth is, it's really up to the American people. And it's it's almost kind of petty, uh, you know, to say, who do you want off this off this uh, stage? But I, I got to tell you, I was impressed the first time Garrett Ventry. Uh, when Nikki Haley, who, you know, I Trump may consider disloyal because, you know, he gave her a national profile in terms of her being the ambassador to the U.N., uh, the first time she talked about abortion in a way that was thoughtful and she is pro-life and she said, I'm unapologetically pro-life. Uh, but she she expanded on that. And it seemed that she was able to reach out not just to Republicans, but I think across the aisle with that intelligent discussion. And I don't know if it's because she was a woman or if it's really a question of, uh, you know, let's just, you know, let's just deal with the reality of what's going on in America today. But I think she continued to impress and uh, she had some whippers. I mean, you know, she said to Tim, bring it, Tim, Tim Scott. And, uh, you know, do your homework. Uh, and, and she kind of reminds me. I mean, it's, it's she's my kind of uh, gal. I mean, she she framed up against the person who, you know, she was talking to eye to eye contact, not afraid, toe to toe. Uh, and I was very impressed with her. Yeah, I mean, she certainly uh, is very good on the debate stage. And there's a lot of uh I think she has some good energy. She, you know, talks tough on China. I think there's some interesting things there uh, that she's proven herself. Obviously, she was a very, you know, uh, she was good at the job of UN ambassador. She was served as a governor for almost two terms there in South Carolina before she was appointed by President Trump again to the UN ambassadorship. So she certainly, I think, of all the people on the stage, is trying to uh, prove, I think, to donors, prove to some voters that she might have a path forward to beat Donald Trump. Again, the issue with that is, you know, she's lagging 50 points behind and she's just not been able to make an impact there. But maybe that is a play for obviously the long game here to try and prove that, you know, you could be a potential alternative as DeSantis DeSantis continues to fizzle out. I think the Vivek, uh, you know, surge is kind of uh, off there. I think people, you know, he's losing a lot of traction there. But again, Trump just continues to remain dominant there. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out 
everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Yeah, the interesting thing is that if they all stay in or if they all get out, it doesn't matter. Trump wins either way. So it's almost like, you know, a P.S., an addendum, you know, and these people wanted it, too. But, you know, whether or not they're in it, you know, to try to get a cabinet position, I mean, clearly someone like Chris Christie. I mean, honestly, I think the guy suffers from Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, he's so focused on. Yeah. He uh, he is in a, you know, uh, hate Trump, Donald Duck, all that craziness. Uh, And Chris Christie, it's almost as though it doesn't matter if he makes it. He just wants to take down Donald Trump and his family as well, which is kind of interesting because they were friends for a long time. But, you know, I think that uh, Vivek has kind of plateaued out, just as you say. Uh, and, uh, you know, Tim Scott is the nice guy. I mean, he's a thoughtful guy. He's a nice guy. And, uh, and then you've got, uh, you know, you've got Bergham, as I said, he was just, to me, he was a nuisance, you know, (laughs) at the end of the stage, me too, me too. But, um, in the end, I think there's another, uh, presidential primary debate coming up in November, but let's turn to the Democrats for a second. Now it doesn't appear that Joe Biden's going to debate. Don't ask me for my uh, editorializing on that. I don't think the guy's (laughs) capable of debating, but that's just me, Garrett. Um, uh, you know, Bobby Kennedy Jr., you know, he's kind of staying, you know, where he was. He's not making any moves up. Uh, Marianne Williamson, I don't know where she is in this whole thing. But I think the bigger question is, does Joe make it to the finish line? Yeah, I mean, that is a great question. I also think he will do the basement strategy. This is a guy who struggles to walk up the stairs of Air Force One, has to wear tennis shoes because he can't wear dress shoes because he might fall you know, he claimed he was building, he's got all these gas where he's claiming he's building a, you know, a bridge over the Indian Ocean, whatever that means. I mean, it's just gap. It's gap after gap, right? And it's not just like, oh, I slipped up. It clearly has to do with his cognitive uh, ability, his stamina to do the job. And, you know, voters, not just Republican voters, but independent voters and Democrat voters by large majorities have deep concerns about his ability to do the job. Now, I, that's why I don't think he could debate. Again, he hides from press. He couldn't do an interview for more than two minutes. They have him in Delaware every every moment that they can away from the White House and away from uh, interactions with voters and with reporters and uh, other politicians because he just seems to not be able to handle the job. And again, that's not a Republican talking point. It's independents, Democrats feel the same way. Right. I don't think he'll debate. I think there's going to be a big push for Gavin Newsom. I do. And I think you're seeing that Right now, he was at the uh, RNC debate in the spin room. He's going to be debating Ron DeSantis. I think there are a lot of people that would much prefer someone younger and more dynamic than Joe Biden. RFK Jr. seems to not be able to crack through. Um, 
And Marianne Williamson, she's, you know, who knows yeah, what she's yeah, doing. She's yeah. a very interesting, weird lady. But uh, yeah, yeah, she's uh, almost you know, like not not uh, not in it. But I think I think yeah, it's right. very interesting that, first of all, why would Ron DeSantis raise Gavin Newsom's profile? Gavin Newsom is not running. Right. I mean, you and I both know he's running. Let's not kid right. ourselves. He's got right. those jar, jars of that whatever he put pomade or whatever he puts in his hair. <laughs> he's got it lined up for the next year. And, you know, he's he got that. That throw the jacket over the shoulder, uh, you know, carefree oh, yeah. kind of I can do it. And he's smooth. Garrett Ventry, uh, Gavin Newsom is smooth. But, is you know, why is, you know, Ron DeSantis uh, debating him? Why is he giving him that? Ron is running for president and Gavin Newsom says he isn't. So why debate him? What What's the benefit there? There is no benefit. And I think Gavin even said, you know, a couple of days ago that he almost like baited and tricked Ron into doing this, right? It's, you know, you're supposed to be running for president. And you're debating another governor in California. Yeah. And let's not forget, I mean, Gavin Newsom, he, he he's, he's destroyed the state of California. There's no spin. I mean, the, the border's out of control there. Uh, gas prices are up. Inflation's bad. People are moving to other states. So it's not because Gavin Newsom's been a talented governor, an effective governor, but he is a talented politician. Ron DeSantis really struggles on the debate stage, and you've seen this uh, in the first two GOP debates. He does an okay job, but he, I think, is going to struggle against uh, Gavin Newsom. You know, Ron is in a very desperate place here. He, you know, he had to cut one third of his staff. Donors are questioning down in the polls. He's fifth in New Hampshire right now, mm. and so I think he's trying to sing at the wall. Because he's very frustrated. And listen, you and I both know he was a he was a very successful governor in Florida. Yeah. He did a nice job yeah. during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, people are attracted to the state, but you know he's miscalculation here, and I think you're seeing that here with this debate against Gavin Newsom again. It's just some desperation and bad decision. By yeah, Ron. Garrett Ventry. It's always great to have you on the uh, Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. We love you. Uh, stay safe, and we'll hopefully we'll be talking to you in the near future. Thank you. Thank. You. Thank you, Judge. All right. Take care. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good. In honor of America's heroes, donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.